0: Did your favorite NFL team win the Super Bowl? No? Then the NFL Draft is your Super Bowl. I'm Danny Heifetz, and from now until the draft, we are turning our fantasy football show feed into the Ringer NFL Draft Show. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we talk about the top players and most important storylines
1: for the NFL Draft. So join us on the Ringer NFL Draft Show.
2: It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by Fandle. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and Fandle is the best place to get in on the action. Right now you can check out the new and improved quick bets which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg helpcom to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Visit rg helpcom
1: This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello
2: throw baby. The East Coast Bias Boys. No football season has come to a close. And we're getting ready and gearing up the NBA playoffs, the NCAA tournament. House is getting ready for golf season because it means that we are convening not once but twice. And we are adding a Friday show. You know, House, I'm surprised you're not at Riviera
3: this weekend. I'm just throwing that out there. I am a little surprised by that. Well, I, you know, I had my my personal situation, and if I look at this calendar year, the thing that that I circled is the Masters. And, uh, and JJ, we're we're about fifty days out. I've got the jacket on today. We're just counting on uh, counting down days. I don't need the appetizer. I'm going for the main course. What we watched out of Tiger Woods yesterday was thrilling, invigorating, stimulating, and I'll just keep it at that. But I am ready for the Masters because Eldrick Tiger Woods is ready for the Masters, JJ. Raheem, did you get into it at
2: all yesterday with Tiger in the golf or not particularly? I didn't even know about it. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, you didn't know Tiger was playing? You, I got to see nah, Tiger memos now.
0: Kn- yeah. If I had
3: known, I might have got into it. Yeah, East Coast bias text thread is about to get hot with Tiger sightings. Uh, and by the way, guys, before we get into all the NBA All-Star festivities, house,
2: I have Max Homa in my pool this week. The Cali boy. So I like to see what we're off to.
3: Well done. Well done. Good job by you.
2: Well, we'll see. We'll see. Ask me me how it played out by the end of Sunday. All right, guys. That's right. Uh, It is now time for All-Star Weekend Festivities. House, you and I, I think for the first time, actually met up last year during the All-Star Game Festivities. And listen, this to me is necessary this weekend because... I I need a little skin in the game, House. Raheem, you'll learn, bro. Like, in order for me to get through this weekend and get through these events, uh, I'm not sitting there watching them with no juice. Come on, man. House knows the deal. Like, three-point competition, we're in. Uh, Dunk competition, as awful as it was last year. Got to have a horse in the game. Got to have some skin in it. You enjoy betting this event, though, House. I know I did last year. I had fun with it.
3: I love it. I've been betting it for, you know, twenty some odd years. I mean, you know, the, the the market back way back in the day wasn't very deep, right? You you could it was basically like three point contests and dunk contests. Uh, you might be able to get a little action down on the MVP, but it's been a pastime with the Podfather, Bill Simmons and I. And we've been lucky enough to attend many all star games together. And so going and sitting there and then some cash might change hands live in the moment. We're we we invented live betting. I'm not going to go that route, but I mean we were live betting, you know, shot by shot, as one does when you are a member of Degenerate Nation. So I I love this weekend, and even even in in uh, circumstances where it seems like it might be a down year like this year, I still have uh, nothing but the the highest level of excitement for all this stuff.
0: Raheem, are you into betting all again? weekend? Oh, yeah. I mean, without a, without a doubt. But I, I think I picked my spots. I, I'm, I'm a little bit more disciplined. For me, it's really the three-point shootout. That's the cream of the crop. That's the... That's the contest that I'm excited about. I mean, like, a lot of times when it comes to the skills challenge, it feels very random. The dunk contest, I think, you can get edges when you have, you know, a high caliber dunker there, even though sometimes you might find yourself on Aaron Gordon and they rob him. So, I mean, it's a little tough, but I mean, we're going to find some, some good bets this weekend and, and, and try to make you guys a little bit of money.
2: All right, let's start with the three-point competition, Raheem. I think it's the best event of the weekend. It's the event I'm the most fired up for. House, I think you remember who won the three-point
3: competition last year, do you? Of course I do, and and you know I I vowed to never make the the mistake again. I think we, if we went back, or maybe I I hope it's not on tape, but we were openly skeptical of Cat doing anything of of Carl Anthony Towns. Slow release, methodical. What evidence is there that this guy's going to be fi- able to even get 25 shots off across the racks? And the homie just came out and killed it, JJ. He killed it on us at 12 yes, to did. 1 odds, goddammit.
0: He was the biggest, biggest dog on the board. It's so crazy because he talked really heavy about wanting to win at awards. So, you know, it makes you think that, you know, motivation really plays a big role in these contests. And typically you don't see big men win the award. So it was real. It felt good to see him win it, even though I was on the opposite end.
2: None of us had Carl Anthony Towns. We all wish we had Carl Anthony Towns. Um, this year, though. I want to start with the biggest dog on the board, because that was the direction we went last year. Is there a possibility we could go there again this year, Raheem? Any interest? Julius Randle? A little under 10 to 1? I mean, listen, my first thought is after watching Julius Randle play for the New York Knickerbockers, absolutely not. But I think I'm being haunted a little bit by the idea that, you know, I missed out on a big man. I, biz- I missed out on a big number. Any interest at Randle at nine, plus 950?
0: there's no interest on Julius Randle at at 950. I mean, you have some legit shooters in there. I mean, like, it's one thing to see Julius Randle get hot in a game where nobody's really defending him from three-point range, but to expect him to go out there and win this award, it would shock me. So even at plus 950, I, I think, you know, you're being haunted by what happened last year. And I think the public, I mean, the bookmakers know that. I mean, when you look at the fact that I mean, he's only 950. I mean, if this if we didn't see Carl Anthony Towns last year at 12 to 1, we'd probably see this a little bit higher. So I definitely can't take it. House? It's absurd. I mean, they don't
3: want – give us, the, like, something that, that's, like, within uh, four exponents of, of true probability, true, true risk, true odds. Nine and a half – put me at 30 to 1, and then maybe you have my attention – He has no chance whatsoever. This could be like the Carl Anthony Towns last year. We probably said the same thing. Julius Randle literally has no chance whatsoever, though, especially up against this particular field. At 9.5 to 1, it's just a ticket that you light on fire. I don't know why it's such short odds. I wonder if they've lowered the odds on this
2: because they got burned maybe with Towns last year. So it's like we're not giving you somebody in a three-point contest at greater than 10 to 1 odds. We just, we're not going to do it because, hey, it's a three-point contest and you never know what can happen. Uh, but I'm with you guys. I'm not investing at all in Julius Randle. I have no interest in doing so. Now, the odds for this bad boy. Heald at plus 420. Lillard at plus 470. Tatum at plus 550. Kevin Herter at plus 550. market in 650. Halliburton 650. Tyler Hero at plus 800. Um, Raheem, I'm gonna start with you. Out of all those names that just threw out
0: there, first one that jumps out. The first one that jumps out is obviously Buddy Hill because he's won this contest before. Um, and one of the things about Buddy Hill is that when you look at this contest historically, a big part of winning this contest is maintaining your three point percentage throughout the season. So if you look at Buddy Hill, He's shooting f- 42.9% from three this month. You look at all the other contenders, Damian Lillard, you look at Jason Tatum, you look at Lori Marketing, Kevin Herter, Halliburton, and Hero. They're shooting 37%, 40%, 30%, 28%, 40%, and 34% respectively. So right now, coming into the, the three-point shootout, Buddy Hill is the I mean, he's the hottest shooter right now. And obviously that is priced at plus four twenty. So I mean, one of the things I like to do is I I like to if I don't have a, a favorite that, you know, is paying the highest odds, I like to, you know, have a couple bets in. So I like Buddy Hill at plus four twenty. But the second guy I like is is I like Kevin Herter. And mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he's basically been a splash brother this year. I mean, I know his three-point percentage has, has gone down recently, but that's a guy who I like to shooting motion. I mean, he's he's just been hot all year. So that's a guy I would go with. So I I, I obviously am
3: not going to fade uh, Buddy Healed. And, you know, part of the thing with him, in addition to uh, having won it before, he's incandescent from the corners. And, you know, the corner... The money rack in the corner, that last rack of balls, That that's always the cash money rack. So you can't, you know, just outright dismiss Buddy. And one of the things that we've seen over the years is you need guys that have been in this thing before. I personally, I'm ready to go a little bit down on Dame time. He's been in a, in a couple of years, and this is, you know, an opportunity for him. It's kind of surprising that he hasn't won it. And he, um, you know, in this season, I, I don't think Portland, you know, I don't want to... Uh, Jinx it, but I don't think they're gonna make the even the play in. So you put a stamp on on the season with something notorious in the all-star weekend. Everybody knows what Dame's all about, all his 40-point games over the last couple months. Um they have this this they have this this deep three thing also. I don't remember what they're calling it, but it's basically like the the Dame shot, uh, where you get, you know, some enhanced kind of point situation out of it. So I don't mind Dame at plus four seventy, but I endorse the Herder thing, you, you need a guy who can, who can get them off. He gets them off as, as fast as possible. So I, I don't hate the Herder uh, spread uh, a little on, on that as well.
2: Well, we're going to make it three for three, guys, because my favorite out of the bunch is Kevin Herder at plus 550. I just think from a value standpoint, from a way he shot the basketball, that, that was the number that jumped off the page to me immediately. And then if I was looking for more of a value play, kind of like Tyrese Halliburton at plus 650. Like, I, 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 those are the two tickets I'm looking at, guys, where I'm going to throw them in. Herter's my favorite of the bunch. I, I, I get the point with Heald. Listen, Raheem, he's great. He's won the award. He, he's comfortable in the contest. I, I just don't like taking favorites in these things. Like, that's, like, almost yeah. my rule of thumb. Like, it's automatic for me where I am not going to bet a favorite under any circumstance. I'm just not going to. I
0: mean, unless it's Steph Curry.
3: Yeah. Unless
2: it's Steph Curry.
3: My- my only problem with Halliburton is I, I don't think I want to watch him shoot 25 times. That, that stroke is so awful. It looks like it takes him a half hour to get it up there. And it, it, I mean, I, I'm sure he'll be fine, but I, I just don't want to watch
0: it. So no love for the hometown kid and um, Laurie Marketing. I mean, he's at plus 650. I mean, what do you guys think of his chances? I mean, he's, he's performing. He has the crowd behind him. So um, that one kind of jumped off to me, too.
2: Listen. Anytime you have the crowd in there, it helps. But it, house, we don't like big guys in this competition, do we? <laughs> well, my
3: only concern <laughs> w- with the home situation is: will he feel too much pressure? Will, mm. will he feel like he's playing with house money, or will he feel pressure? And and he doesn't have any experience with this thing. It's his first All Star weekend in any event. I mean, he played in the Rising Stars uh, back in the day, but like this is this is real prime time Saturday real estate for for marketing. The one advantage he'll have is he knows what these baskets look like, you know, in contrast to, um, you know, how the stands look and everything like that. He's, he'll be very comfortable, but I don't know which way it plays in terms of the pressure.
2: So I'm looking now. Fandle not only has bets to go and win the three point contest, you can parlay guys to advance to go to the final round, Raheem. So if you really want to get diabolical here and throw three guys down to be a part of the final, you can do it. Um, healed is minus 125 to get to the final round. You got Lillard basically at even money. Or got Kevin House 130 to get to the final round. What do you know? You don't like that. You say, screw it. Just oh, get to 550.
3: Put them together. Look, well, we're not betting uh, big increments. You know, th- these are all one-tenth of a unit kind of plays for me this week, and I just want some skin in the game, and I want to have a reason to watch and root for stuff and call guys bad names, so... If you're if we're gonna have fun with it, let's have fun with it. I would parlay those three together as quickly as I, think I can. You, I snap think, my I fingers. think you got to
0: really have a long shot. You got to have a surprise. Yeah. So, right. I mean so I, you I, got a healed in there, you got Herder in there. You need one more. You got to go with a Halliburton or a hero. Um, one of the one of one of the larger ones. Um, All right.
2: So if I throw my three in there, which would be Herder, Halliburton, and then with you guys with Buddy Hield,
0: ten to one odds.
2: Do you get him in the final? There you go. Ten to one odds. Just throwing that out there, FanDuel. Throwing it out there. All right, so we go from the three-point contest to Friday, where you have a bunch of youngsters playing in the Rising Stars, and there are odds for this, too. There are odds for almost everything. Team Powell is plus 160. Team Darren Williams is plus 195. Then you have Joe Kim Noah's team at plus 350. And then Team Jason, which is all the G League guys, including Georgetown's Mac McClung, Texas Tech's Mac McClung, that is at plus 500. Uh, I'll give you these rosters, guys, and then I'll let you decide. Team Pal, I like the roster Alvarado, Benchero, Scotty Barnes, Matherin, Murray, Jane Ivey, Andrew Nemhard. The Joe Kim Noah team, now you're getting odds with them, plus 350. Quentin Grimes at the Knicks, Evan Mobley, Jabari Smith, Josh Giddy, Jalen Duran, just to name a few. And then Team Darren Williams, Jalen Green, AJ Griffin, Bones Highland, Kessler, Murphy, Sagoon, and Franz Wagner. Um, I hate taking favorites in these things. Raheem, I kind of think Team Powell's got the best roster of the bunch, though. Like if I'm just looking at this objectively, they have the best roster of the bunch.
0: Yeah, without, I mean, look, it's it looks very clear who has the best roster. Anytime you got Paolo, who's probably the rookie of the year, and then you got probably the second or third best rookie in Benedict Matherin. It just puts you at an advantage. And then they got a seasoned guy like, you know, Keegan Keegan Murray. It just almost feels like unfair. And then you got Scotty Barnes. It's just... This is by far the best roster, but, of course, we know the best roster doesn't always win. Now, the one team I I, I want to throw out is Team Jason. I mean, they're playing a bunch of G League guys. Now, maybe that might inspire them to be a little bit more motivated, but, I mean, when you got Scottie Pippen Jr., you got Mac McLung, I think that's a team that I don't want to bet on. So, I think you need to be picking between Team pa- Powell, Team Duran, and Team Joakim. Um, me personally, I, I like Team Power the best, but if I had to go with the second one, I probably would take ugh, this is this is brutal. Um I think I would probably take I would go with Team Joe King. That's what I would go with.
3: So I, I, I like that dream um because that odds wise is my my favorite play. You put Evan Mobley and Josh Giddy together, like those those are two uh borderline all-star. You're like there, those are two of the most real coming up. Talk about rising stars. That's that's legitimately two of, of the the dudes that I, I want on any team uh across the league. I will say this about the G League squad though. That's a once in a lifetime. I am definitely putting something like those dudes will be playing as though it's the most important game of their lives. Oh, they'll be playing their ass
2: off. I tell you, It's
3: it's the most important game of their lives. Like, they're never going to be on this stage again, brought together in this manner. I mean, I put a a tenth of a unit on on that squad at 5-1. to Why wouldn't I? I'm rooting for the dog all the
2: time. That's an excellent point, House. I mean, you're going through the roster. You're like, who are these guys? Oh, yeah, I watched them in college. You're not seeing them much in the NBA. They're wasting away in the G League. They get an opportunity to shine on NBA All-Star Weekend. You know, that's where you question, all right, is Paolo Benchero's motivation going to be there? Is Evan right. Mobley's motivation going to be there? The you guys are playing balls to the wall. I mean, they are going to be going nuts in these games. I, I, House, I don't hate that at plus 500, dude. Not in the least. Not in the least. So, for me, I'm going team Powell, and I'll, t- I'll take a roll of the dice on team Jason. For you, uh, it's team Joakim,
0: uh, Raheem? Yeah, I, I'm going with team Joakim and team Powell. I think those are my favorite two. <laughs> House?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna do my little underdog play, and then I'll do another little tiny bet on on Team Joaquin because I, I like that that Mobley Giddy combo. Those to me are the two, they're the two best players uh, out of the entire board.
2: All right, you guys are loading up on the underdogs there. I feel am taking a favorite at least as one of my plays, but that's okay. All right, let's get to the dunk contest, which by the way stinks. I'll be perfectly honest; I have no desire to watch this. I have no desire to bet on it. But we're gonna be fair. We're gonna be balanced. We're gonna give it to you anyway. Uh, the G-Leaguer, Mac McClung, the former Hoya, the former Texas Tech Raider, he's the favorite to win it. Just think about that for a minute. Mac McClung is the favorite to win the 2023 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Enough said. So you have him, you have Jericho Sims at the Knicks who can get up. He's at plus 280. Kenya Martin Jr. is at plus 290. Trey Murphy the third, is plus three and change. Raheem, is this line moving towards Mac McClung because everyone's going to be a sucker line for the storyline? Is that what it boils down to?
0: No, it's, it's not the storyline. It's the fact that our, here's a 6-2 guard who, you know, he just got called up to the Philadelphia 76ers roster. He's on a two-way contract. I mean, he got signed on February the 14th. And when you look at his highlight reel of him in the G League, this is a 6-2 guy who just has highlight real dunks. And one of the things that we've seen historically throughout the dunk contest with guys like Spud Webb and Nate Robinson is that when you're a smaller guy, you kind of get a little bit more credit for some of the, the, the dunks that you're doing. It's almost like you're graded on a different curve. So, like, because you can get up, a little bit higher than everybody else and it just looks nicer you you kind of just look better so i think that's why that line has been bet down from plus 270 to to him as the favorite now um obviously we don't have guys like shayton sharp in it um and you know we're not going to hear magic johnson say the dunk contest is back for the 15th year straight but (laughs) but i mean mcclum is mcclung is probably live to win this award and i can understand why i got bet down at that price
3: So, so JJ, I could not agree more with Dream in terms of his assessment. The the most important thing to remember with the dunk contest is it's figure skating. It's dudes sitting with scorecards and giving out scores. Like, there is no metrics, there's no analysis, there's no objective way to measure this. It's It's beauty in the eye of the beholder. And that's why precisely what Dream is saying in terms of a short dude who gets up that can hang a little bit. The artistry that comes from a guy that's a little smaller, you know, it it does uh, uh, create more of an aesthetic impact, uh, especially in this, this uh, figure skating framework. I really feel like the league could be onto something though. I, w- I want to give them credit for the McClung um, inclusion. I would go in this direction entirely with the contest you have guys, he, he's a professional dunker. Like he's been in a bunch of dunk contests in a variety of different scenarios. He's not going to be, uh, awed by the stage. He's not showing up, you know, with dunks that he's been making up over the last, you know, 60 days on the side during practice and stuff. This dude is a professional, uh, you know, dunk contest performer. And I, I would like the contest to go in this direction, give some guys, That have established themselves in the dunk circuit, an opportunity to come out on this national stage. I mean, they have to be guys who have at least like a credible connection to the NBA. McClung has that. You know, it's not like the the two way contract was a flat out, uh, you know, uh, generous, uh, you know, whatever kind of thing. It wasn't charity. That's the word I was looking for. It wasn't a charity situation. But if there's a if, there, if we have and I think there's enough of, of of an undercurrent of guys between the G League and the league um, who have some of this uh, dunk accolades. Let's make this thing exciting by taking some guys that we haven't heard of but have established themselves in the dunk realm, and let's make it interesting again.
2: I can understand that house, and, and I think there's validity to it. At the same time, though, you want and, and I know this is not the case anymore because listen nobody wants to participate in a dunk contest. That's just all there is to it. it. It would be refreshing to see some of the bigger names in the league, though, involved in this thing.
3: Wouldn't there be? Of course. When? When are we going to see that? It, well, that's I a good question. I think that ship sailed. I agree. I Do you agree. think John Morant would be good? Do you think that he uh, would just win? just saying. Yeah. Like, it would be incredible, right? But we, we're not getting that. The best we're going to get is
2: Obi Toppin. Well, and I've seen enough Obi Toppin in the dunk contest. By the way, <laughs> that's why I'm going to advise the Knicks, for whatever the reason, I've had way too many winners in this award. Nate Robinson, Obi Toppin. So I might take a gander at Jericho Sims. I might. just. They, they, nobody loves winning the dunk contest more than the New York Knickerbockers. Remember I said that, boys. Remember I said that.
3: I'll, I'll sprinkle
2: a little. I'm not mad at that at all. When in doubt, look for value. I mean, I, I gave out too many favorites. I, I'm already annoyed I gave out a favorite, to be honest with you.
0: Raheem, you have one more note on this contest? So I typically don't like the bet taller guys, but when you look at Trey Murphy, I mean, this is a 6'9 dude and he dunks with a lot of power. Um, And, you know, we spoke earlier about how, you know, the dunk contest is like figure skating and then beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And sometimes the smaller guys, they can kind of get a little bump. But if you have some power and some force with your dunks, then you have a real chance of capturing the audience. And I think, you know, Trey Murphy at, at... at plus 380, he's being a little underpriced here. I mean, we've seen some highlight real dunks from him going out on the break. I mean, he looks athletic enough to be able to pull off the dunk from the free throw line. And we know nobody's really breaking ground on new dunks. So I do think he has a real shot at winning this thing.
2: Interesting. Okay, so you're taking a roll of the dice there with the longest underdog on the board there in Murphy.
1: Okay. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere, get tickets now.
2: Skills competition. Now, trying to find official odds on this. Maybe fans will have them up in the next couple of minutes. Uh, but at the moment, they do not. So we're, 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 we're kind of spitfiring a little bit here. That's what we do. Every now and again, we got to spitfire in East Coast bias. You have Team Jazz. You have Team Giannis. Now, Giannis got banged up last night against Chicago. Does he give it a go? I guess we'll have to wait and see. And then you have the rookies team that will have Benchero, Jay Nivey, and Jabari Smith taking the floor. House, this is where you have the hometown angle in play. I think this is where it could be used to their advantage far more than in the three-point contest where maybe the nerves get to you a little bit. I, the nerves getting the guys in a skills competition, I don't think you're going to see that as much.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, this, again, just to reiterate, don't bet real money on any of this. This is yes. all nonsense yes. stuff. But, you know, to me, it's jazz or nothing. It's the home home team, the home crowd, to get everybody excited. It's the first event of the night, right, that they get this thing out of the way. Everybody's sort of revved up, getting in their seats. They got the popcorns and the, and their beverages lined up. Let the home team get everybody, you know, juiced, and then then we'll settle in for the for the main course with three point shooting and the dunk. Uh, I'm fine with the Jazz, just a tiny play on it.
0: Yeah, I think the one thing I like about the Jazz is that they actually have guys who can actually shoot. Um, you know, when you, no disrespect to Team the D'Acampo, but I mean they're more power and than finesse. And and I, I'm not going to say actual skill, but, I mean, it's the skills challenge. And, I mean, we could see a scenario where... You could say I it. mean... It's okay, Dre. You could say it. <laughs> you could say We could see a scenario in which they're just bricking the three-pointer and bricking the foul shot over and over and over again. And I don't think you're going to have that problem with Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, and, and Colin Sexton. So, I think they would be my pick.
2: Um, And if you're looking for any value, it's not Team Giannis. It's got to be the rookies, right, him the rookies, to me, oh, if you're yeah. going to play anybody in the Jazz, that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> now, we're
2: going to have a situation with this All-Star game that we've never had before, House. In, in all your years of doing this, we've never had an instance where they are drafting the teams during the pregame show. Will you be monitoring that draft? That kind of Because they have odds on it right now. Team Giannis, Team LeBron. They do have odds. LeBron's team is minus 154. Team Giannis is plus 130, even though we have no idea who's going to be on the rosters. Is this something that will determine your play one way or another? Like, I know that goes without saying. Talent, players, who's into it, who's not. Uh, But talk me through how you're handling this, dude.
3: I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm psyched to watch it. I think it'll be fun. I want to see who gets picked last. That's the reason to watch yes. it. Who gets like picked that. last? <laughs> that that's what's fun. The thing is, like, I think a whole bunch of dudes are sitting this one out this year. There's no point in um Giannis playing in it. And Bede's already said it would be better for him to to have rest this weekend. I don't know why Luca would mess around and 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 play in this thing at, at all. LeBron, um, Ought not to play in it since he just you know played one game after taking three games off after you know uh, winning the all time scoring record. So you know if both Giannis and and LeBron are just in this coach mode, which honestly makes sense, they show up in suits. Um, LeBron's been good at drafting his team thus far is five and zero. He's undefeated in this in this draft kind of context. So he knows he's got his, his his thumb on the pulse of of the league, and you could see him. You know, getting some some guys that he has connections with. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him um, try and draft like Kyrie, and Kyrie could put on a big stage. And then Donovan Mitchell's in Cleveland, so maybe he's got that. He wants to make that angle. Um, that that got in a play, but you know, I I wouldn't. I don't think I'm going to bet the, the 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 game. I don't really see uh, any, any upside in betting it now. Um, I'd like to to see what the live bet situation is once the teams have been assembled and and then kind of go from there. I I do have a perspective on the MVP thing and we'll get to that in in a couple of minutes, but it's just fun. I I good kudos to the NBA. I'll watch I'll watch the 15 minutes of this, of course.
2: Raheem, you have any interest in betting this now knowing we have okay, plus 130, minus 150 a- a- any reason to bet it now or no?
0: I think if you had to bet it now, I think <laughs> I mean, I, I think LeBron is always the favorite in these contests because I mean he's been a general manager his entire career, um, and I think that that shines <laughs> in the All Star game. So um, I think you you want to be looking towards LeBron. But one of the, the interesting caveats that we just saw was that Ernie Johnson actually disclosed on Inside the NBA that the reserves are actually going to be chosen first um, by the two All Star captains and. Giannis and LeBron, and then they're gonna choose the other eight starters. Um, and a big part of that is they wanna kind of counter the whole whole who got picked last talk. So um there's still gonna be a last pick. That's but, right.
3: They can do whatever they
0: want. I'll know
3: who's <laughs> last. They could they could pick last first. Go ahead. I'll know who's last out of the reserves,
0: believe me. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to do the best to counter it, but we we know what the truth is. Um, but see, yeah, I think LeBron, I mean, he he has the edge here if you're gonna bet anything. Well, I'll
2: tell you this. I like LeBron drafted an all-star game roster a lot more than I like LeBron putting together an actual roster. Just uh, <laughs> throwing that out there. All right. House, you got an angle on MVP. Um, You always are looking for a volume guy. You're always looking for a guy who's going to, you know, basically have the ball in his hands as much as possible. Dictate the terms as much as possible. Um, You have a lean immediately, though.
3: That came to mind. So let's so hear I- it. I mentioned the two names, and I hope they're not on the same team. I think um, both Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell would be my my lead contenders for, for potential MVPs, mainly based on the thesis that the names that we rattled off of guys that aren't going to play or are not uh, going to go hard. Like Luca, might dress, but I, there's really no point whatsoever in him going hard in, in this thing. Um, I could see Donovan Mitchell – he already he scored i think it was like 46 in his return to utah when cleveland came i mean the dude he, he's beloved you know he he'll, he'll be playing to the crowd he can score in bunches he, he he i think he had some absurd number of three attempts in the game in that return game we know that that volume threes is a way to get the uh the mvp in this thing and then Kyrie, uh you know we're we we're, he, he's on the the good ship Kyrie rebranding a uh, game plan for the, for the remainder of the season, you know, putting he, he, he's in a spotlight moment and he could put himself in the best light. And then we know that he's beloved in, in the league, right? Like one of the important ways to win MVP is to get fed the ball. You need to have the rock to, to, uh, to score, um, what's necessary. And then he, he might be in a mode where he's dishing a whole bunch uh, early and then he then they they start feeding it to him. So those are my two sort of plays in conceptually in terms of potential MVP.
0: For me, I like I like Jason Tatum. Um, you know, we look at Jason Tatum at, at ten to one. I just think he's a lot of times with these All Star games, you're looking for who's the next guy. I mean, who's the the next guy who's going to run this league? And I mean, it would be Luka Doncic. But I think when you look at Luka, he's coming off an injury. I don't think he's going to push it too hard. I mean, Giannis has already won an MVP, um, and he's obviously banged up and could not play. Joel Embiid is thinking about skipping the All-Star game altogether because, I mean, he's looking to maintain, you know, from his injuries and everything like that. So, I mean, the next person I go to is Tatum, and I just think, you know, he hasn't really put his stamp on things Mm. um, in terms of individual awards, and I think this could be the time. This is a great call. I love that call dream. I'm right there with you.
2: Make it three for three on Jason Tatum. Uh, The idea of him ascending as an NBA player, the grand stage of the all-star game house, you hit on volume shooting. I think you'll have a lot of volume shooting from Jason Tatum. I like him. I endorse your Donovan Mitchell play. And then if you're looking for a little bit of a long shot, I know he's a young guy. I I know it's probably asking a lot of him to win an MVP. How about s g a at twenty to one guys? twenty to one mm. Mm.
3: He gets after it, man. My only concern, and and again, he definitely fits the mold of a guy like bursting onto the national stage. And the other guys, might be um, inclined to prop him up. W- will he touch the rock enough? Will he get enough minutes? That would be my only concern with SGA. But man, he- he's such a badass. I love him.
2: That's what I'm saying. At 20 to 1, I-, I think he will be very inspired getting the opportunity to play in the All-Star game. Like you look at certain players and you're like, they will be into it. Other guys you are like, yeah, not so much. He strikes me as a guy that will very much be into it. So I- I- I'm i sensitive. family play though on Tatum at 9 to 1 will be a uh, NBA All-Star game MVP. I- I'm down with that. I got my highlighter. I'm highlighting
3: it right now. That's a highlighted bet for House. Highlight. I like that, House. Yeah. Is that a new thing? Well, I have now, my notes, but then I, when I highlight it, then I remember what, 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 my, my plays. So that, that's I got the highlighter. It's always at the ready, JJ. I,
2: I love it. Uh, speaking of the highlighter, before we say goodbye, House, you know I'm invested in Max Homa. I have him in my golf pool this week. I bet him to win the Genesis, California boy. It was freezing out there, by the way. I was there Tuesday or Wednesday. I totally understand why guys are wearing the beanies and the hoodies and all that jazz. It was cold in L.A. It was colder in L.A. than it was in New York, for goodness sakes. How's who are we like in this golf tournament?
3: Well, you you can't fade the homie Homa. Uh, we're all. I'm just gonna knock on wood. We want to be humble and 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 generous. We hope that the golf gods look favorably upon Eldrick for today's Friday round. We'd love to see him. Through the weekend, a lot of people have the make-the-cut uh, bet that's out there. It was available at plus odds this week on Eldrick, which happens very rarely. So we hope the golf gods are good to us in that way. My sort of uh, tiny bit under-the-radar play, and I said bad things about him earlier this week on fairway roll, and was Colin Morikawa. I would not sleep on Colin Morikawa uh, this week. F- finished uh, second last year. Um, He's very comfortable at this venue. um, And, you know, another California dude, uh, he putts. uh, He's a very streaky putter, but this surface is one that he's demonstrated he's comfortable with. And the ball striking is the the key. Ball striking is king at Riv. So, Morikawa, slightly down the card, that would be my sort of live bet play here on a Friday.
2: I will keep that in mind. Raheem, I don't have plays yet for college basketball. I'm waiting to see numbers. I'm going to put them up on Twitter. I got a challenge for you. I'm giving giving you a challenge. House, I know you're going to be busy enough, so you could just laugh at the challenge. I'm going to put up the games I like this week on Twitter, Raheem. And I want to get an endorsement, yay or nay. And if it's 0 for 5, I don't care. But when I tweet out Friday night or Saturday morning at around 10, 11 o'clock, this is what JJ is betting in college basketball, I need the sub-tweet from Raheem Palmer giving me 1 of 5, Four or five, three or five, five or five. Can I count on that?
0: Oh yeah, you can definitely count on that. But before we go, we got to discuss the All Star game total. Um, Oh, that total is is at three twenty three and a half right now on FanDuel Sportsbook. When you look at, I think since two thousand and six, the over is eleven and six. Um, Last year, you saw the opening total at three nineteen and a half. It got bet already up to three twenty three and a half, and it landed on three twenty three. So So um, one of my suggestions is that if you're going to bet the over, you want to bet that early. If you want to bet the under, you bet that late. Nobody wants to play an under on the All-Star game. No. But a lot of times you can find value later on. And with a lot of these guys being hurt and injured, um, and when you look at the fact that you have, you're going to always have a lot of three-point shooting. And that could work either way um, in the sense that You could have a lot of guys missing and you could have a lot of guys making. So um, the target score has really kind of put it's kind of really changed everything, Um, because if you have one bad quarter, then you're looking at a scenario in which the target score is lower. So that kind of kills your over right there. So with this ELO ending, I kind of like to look towards unders. So um, that's that's where I would go with the total.
2: Wow, Raheem, being that guy looking into an under, hey, money making, right? That's
3: all that matters, money making. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. Under on Sunday, Sunday under. That's when I'm going to jump in it. Sunday sauce, Sunday under. I like the sound that's of that. It. All right,
2: boys, enjoy All Star Weekend. House enjoy the golf. Raheem enjoy mocking my picks or, by the way, praising my picks. We had a we had a big Tuesday in college basketball on the East Coast bias our system. That's my new thing, House. When you have a ranked team. Against an unranked team, and the unranked team is favored. Automatic play. Just do it. Trust me, and thank me
0: later. System. I mean, you 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 crushed with Syracuse, and then we. I mean, we saw it last night. A lot of the sharp money was on Maryland against Purdue. System and play. They took... They took Purdue into the deep waters and absolutely drowned them. So um, that's something that I'm always going to keep in mind, and I think the public should should too as well.
2: All right, I'll start alerting the chat now when I see system plays. So you don't have to watch the game, just bet them. Just bet okay, them you got it. You thank me I'll later. ride.
0: I like to ride. There we go. Good
2: stuff there from the Wargon Warrior. I hope everybody has an outstanding President's Day weekend. The boys will be back later in the week recapping all All-Star weekend. Get ready for the second half of the NBA season, and we'll like... We're like less than a month away from an NCAA tournament bracket, which is hard to believe. On that note, boys are out. Be good, everybody.